right, everybody. Welcome. It is another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast. My name is Will. My name is Steven. And uh, on this particular episode, we're going to talk about a movie from Thailand. We've never done a movie from Thailand before. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, this is 2003. Oh, that recent. Okay. Yes. 2003 is called Ong Bak, um, also known in the West as Ong Bak Muay Thai Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and I think some places call it Ong Bak the Thai Warrior. Um, if Muay Thai is too exotic, I guess they <laughs> just kept it the Thai Warrior. And it's directed by Pracha Pinkao, who directed some other movies um, with Tony Ja, starring Tony Ja, I should say. Uh, this was the movie that kind of broke him out as a martial arts star. That's a, it's a movie to do it. <laughs> yes, it is. But first, we do have a feedback. And you'll never guess who it's from. Oh. Who's it from? It's from a user on Twitter Ooh. named Gwyn Campbell. I, I would not have guessed that. No. <laughs> See, yes, I, I knew you wouldn't. They wrote uh, a message on Twitter, a, a tweet, as you will, <laughs> in response to the Macross Plus episode. Ooh. And they said, uh, great ep, guys. <laughs> Always good to hear some Macross Plus love. The show actually celebrated its 25th anniversary last year. The franchise is still going strong here in Japan. They're from Japan. Hey. There's a new movie coming out this year. And there was even a national televised poll recently. And then there was a link to uh, an article about the poll. Sort of uh, mm. breaking down the, the, this poll that they did. I guess it was on TV. And it shows, like, all of these people throughout Japan, like, voted, like, this is my favorite Macross. And, and it has mm. on the on the site, you should go and, and look at it, because it had, like, this breakdown of, like, demographics of, like, the old people are all about, like, <laughs> Macross Plus and, and the first <clears throat> Macross se- series. And then, like, the younger people are all about, like, Macross Frontier or whatever yeah. the fuck. And then there was, like, like oh the women are like all about this one and huh. it's it's really cool yeah interesting so yeah you should uh, I would I would recommend that as a Macross fan yeah so thanks Gwyn for for listening and yeah writing good to, uh, writing good some to hear from Japan yes from <laughs> Japan that's amazing yeah <laughs> from this fucking little shithole to Japan <laughs> that's crazy yeah I wonder what the <laughs> think of our, our limited access to macros here well, yeah they probably laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we, we're still stuck in macros plus yeah it's still like the most recent one we've gotten officially that reminds me uh macros 7 i watched the intro they had like the first episode i I'm, they probably have more than the first episode on youtube but uh mm. i saw uh like I watched like the intro of the first episode because um, I was curious about that rock and roll band, <laughs> and man, it looks pretty pretty fun. I don't know. 
fucking it's pretty rock and roll and it's super 90s uh-huh. and it yeah. almost it almost feels like it's not macross because it's kind of like it doesn't seem serious <laughs> it's just it's very like fun and like huh like lighthearted. it seemed i mean i only watched two minutes of of a you know 50 right, episode right. thing but i don't know it seemed pretty yeah. cool and yeah, and I don't see lighthearted as a contradictory to Macross. But yeah, that well, might you be more know to, more than me. Yeah, and that original series definitely had its moments of okay know, of downtime, so to speak, where it's yeah, just okay. having fun, but just fucking around. Yeah, I think uh, even Macross Plus a little bit had some little moments here and there where they yeah were just for sure for chilling sure. out and making a few jokes and gotta have a few jokes. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's a feedback. Yeah. Good feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> From here to Japan. It's yeah. crazy. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. The, the marvels so, of the internet. <laughs> it's amazing. This, this interweb that we have here <laughs> <laughs> connecting tubes all across the world. Yeah. So Ong Bak is... Uh, this, we watched the original Thai uncut version, which I've never seen before. This oh, is the first okay. time I had seen it. When this came out in 2003, it was uh, kind of a big deal. And Luc Besson, director of Fifth Element and stuff, mm-hmm. producer of many movies, he bought the rights to it and he re-edited it. Mm. And then that's the version that like pretty much everybody has seen. It's it's only a little bit different. It's pretty much the same movie, but they changed music hmm. a little bit. And uh, you know the parts where the the girl she has a sister. Yeah, yeah. Most of that stuff is cut out. Yeah. So like the part where her sister is like ODing. Yeah. That <laughs> like got- that part is in the movie still. But like all of the other shit around it is gone, so mm. you, it's just some girl. In when you see the version that everybody knows, like you just, oh, it's just some girl that's mm. so dying. you never find out that it's her sister. No, you don't know shit about that because huh. like all of that stuff had been cut away, and then there the other stuff that was cut was surprising. It was like like little parts of of some of the fights, hmm. and it was just like what. Why are you cutting fights? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was just little, like, yeah. I don't know, like 10 or 15 seconds in towards one of the fights towards the end. And there was another piece of a fight from the, the little club arena or whatever. And it was just like, why the fuck would you cut that? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. But <clears> anyway, <throat> we watched the Thai uncut version and it's, it's, uh, we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> Because it's, uh, I had to buy it from uh, Australia. Oh, okay. This is only available on the Australian DVD with the original Thai soundtrack. Because hmm. there's, there's other releases that don't have the right soundtrack. So. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty uh, crazy fights going on sometimes. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some off-the-wall shit happening. There is a lot. So you've never seen Tony Jaa? No, in a movie. I don't think so. Did you know 
who he was prior to Evan like mentioning him in the comment? Probably, I probably heard the name somewhere. Yeah, but not really. Like I didn't have a face to put it to or any yeah. kind of like identity for him now. But the name does sound familiar. Like I've I've heard it before. But yeah, maybe it was just Evan. Perhaps. Up, but... Perhaps. I mean, I might have mentioned it at some point too. Right. Um. Because I I like him. But like I've I've only seen a couple of his movies. I've seen this and the next movie, The Protector, um, which is, The Protector is the fucking U.S. title. Mm. The real movie is called Tom Young Gong, which is uh, a type of Thai soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no it's real a, translating that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, because if you go to like Thai restaurants, you can get tom yum which is a type of soup and then the the gong part is shrimp so it's just like that soup mm. with shrimp hmm. and so i guess they needed a <laughs> a a regular you know yeah, marketable gonna, well they're not gonna title. call it like yeah shrimp soup or whatever so <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck movie is this right so they it's had an action movie man yeah so they had to they had to change it i guess yeah. But I've only seen those two. And so he's made uh, a couple of other movies called Ong Bak 2 and 3 that are mm. not I mean they're like as as I know they're they're like in the past. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're not a, a, a direct <clears throat> sequel or anything. And Maybe then, about the uh the master that he learns from at the beginning that's yeah, maybe. I don't I don't know anything about them, honestly. Okay. I mean, I I have them. I bought them fairly recently when I got this this uh Australian DVD. I thought, well, what the hell, you know. Yeah, I'll we'll get them all. Get them all. And because uh, I like that. But and then there's a, a second protector and he's in US movies now and Hong Kong movies. He started being in Hong Kong movies a couple of years ago. And I just haven't seen any of them. So I just, I literally just know Tony Ja from, from Ong Bak and The Protector. Yeah, well. So I, eventually I would like to. Yeah, he's, he's pretty badass here. He's pretty badass he's here, for sure. He's got some good, good stunts. Yeah. Not, not as comedic as Jackie, but I, I'll, kind of in that, like, bouncing off the walls kind of. He's got a Jackie style for sure yeah. in, in that he's mixing agility but yeah, not comedic. Right. He's There's some good fucking jokes though in this. That <laughs> one are. joke in the in the chase scene where where the his buddy it's not really his buddy, but the guy that he hooks up with, um and like he, he gets that fucking meat cleaver. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> and that lady like nice for saying <laughs> she just walks by I was rolling with that that's yeah. a fucking great joke and there's another one that I can't remember offhand but come, I especially loved like after that where he's just running away from them now they've all got yeah, nice yeah now they've all got nice right <laughs> it's so good so uh, that, good. Uh, that joke just had such a good build up and yeah it's just perfect because he whips out the first knife, and the, the others look at him, and he's like, oh, that's not good enough. So he grabs the bigger cleaver, yeah, the and then they, they pause, and right. then the other one walks by. <laughs> and then he's running away from him and just throwing the knife away. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. 
But yeah, it's it is relatively Jackie style though. Like yeah, it's... yeah. That other guy kept thinking like paralleling to um, Sammo Hung, and he's kind of the oh, because he's the fat, kind of clumsy fat. guy, and who's like blundering through it all. That's true, but he doesn't he doesn't actually have any skill in fighting though. Right, right. So but, you know, just just the uh, the roles, I guess, the character roles. Yeah, um, but also also in that chase scene was where I was really thinking of it because. We have uh, Tony Jaw just running around, and he's doing all this crazy stuff. And then the other guy's following him, going through, like, the same stuff in yeah. this clumsy... <laughs> right, he's just, <laughs> just smashing through everything. Just, Tony Jaw just all... And then this guy just crashes through it all, like, doing, trying right. to do the same stuff, but kind of fucking it all up. It just, <laughs> it just seems like something you'd get from uh, That's true. Jackie and Ham- Sammo up, just kind of... That's true. <laughs> That dynamic just reminded me of it. Yeah. All. Well, and there's probably, um, I mean, it's probably like a, an actual idea of like, let's do something like that. Because the story of Tony Ja is that he grew up, he was a kid, and he watched Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Jet Li movies mm, growing okay. up in yeah. the, like in the 80s. I don't know how old he is, but. Um, he would talk about like this. I watched all these movies, and then his dad was like a farmer or something, and he would practice the moves of mm. all of these guys just as a kid. He was like 10 years old, and he was just fucking, you know, dreaming of being Jackie Chan and <laughs> doing all these crazy moves. And then at some level, after like years of just being in that, then he started uh, training in Muay Thai. Which is Mui in in Thai language just means boxing. So Thai okay. boxing. And okay. prior to the introduction of Western boxing in Thailand, they just called it Mui. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, this is it's it's, just boxing. It's just fucking <laughs> boxing. But like, you know, you know Saget from oh, <laughs> Street right, right. Fighter 2 yeah. is probably your, your Muay Thai reference point. Okay. So you know like fighting like this so elbows and right, fucking yeah. knees and shit yeah there's a lot of elbows on this elbows and knees yeah and so uh tony john started learning muay thai from i don't know he was like a teenager and and at some point he there's a action choreographer in thailand and his name is panna well, he died, but his name was Panna Ritikrai. He did the action choreography of Ang Bak, and he ran like this little, kind of like a Jackie Chan stunt team, mm. <laughs> but it was the Muay Thai stunt team, and they would make movies, action movies, and somehow they got hooked up when, when Tony Jeb was still young, and they like wanted to make a movie, and after years of like, training and Tony Jaa was like a stuntman in other movies and supporting role or whatever they finally like developed Ang Bak as the like let's make you the fucking star let's show off what you can do because you've learned all these acrobatics from loving Jackie Chan and all this shit and so it's kind of like a showpiece 
of like look at how badass you are <laughs> yeah and i think i mean it it, it is that yeah he, he's definitely pretty badass <laughs> yeah i mean i would say i mean i i love jackie chan but i would say that Tony Jai is more impressive <laughs> in terms of like that shit in the, especially in that chase scene that first foot chase scene I mean the shit that he does he's like jumping over cars he's just like literally jumping over yeah. the cars <laughs> uh, like, uh, like jumps over that tool rack and then yeah and that shit where they have like that barbed wire Oh yeah, he's like through like, this little he goes, narrow. He puts loop. his feet up and his like head down yeah, and like goes like, through so it. Freaking nuts! <laughs> what the fuck? Who does that? That's crazy. Yeah. He does like that fucking upside down vault through those two panes of glass. Oh yeah, god damn! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's just so much shit going on there. Yeah, like I don't know that Jackie could do that, and and, and the. When that car, the truck or whatever comes, oh, he and he, under he yeah. slides under while doing the splits. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's wild. And and the 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 thing about this movie, the the whatever the the tagline is: no computer graphics, no stunt doubles, no contest. And so, like, it's actually that's Tony Jaa doing everything. Yeah, you know, I was wondering how much. Uh like effects and stuff were in it in terms of no it's, it's like fucking it's none no it's, it's tony john yeah no yeah. there's no wire work there's no computer everything that tony john does he did <laughs> it's just it's fucking crazy. it's him doing it it's badass yeah yeah I, I imagine they've did some kind of stuff for like the vehicles not him bouncing through the but like the vehicles flipping over and stuff might have had some yeah, I mean, maybe that kind of stuff. I, I, there was some stuff where they seemed to be hanging in the air longer than uh, realism would. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Feel like it perhaps. would be. <laughs> I, I think maybe that had some uh, assistance there, but perhaps. But the key is that it's you know it's it's like, Tony uh, Jaa's ability. Yeah, on, yeah. Like that, every other you, you didn't moment. come there to see the cars flipping over. You came right. there to see. Uh, well, it's an added bonus right. to see some. <laughs> yeah. Those little those little three wheeled. Yeah, those. I think they're called tuk tuks or mm. tuk tuks or yeah, something. something. Those little taxis. You know, it was kind of funny. Like uh, they they started doing a car chase and those little things. I'm like, oh man, whenever I see these things, I keep thinking they're gonna just tip over, and then they just start and they flipping start over. Fucking tipping I'm over, like, yeah. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn three wheeled car. Like, I, I love, knew yeah. that was gonna have stability issues. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but yeah, there was the thing I was thinking about, like specifically, where I think it must have been like hanging from a line or something. Was one where it, like it flipped over. And then the like the two underneath it explode and it's still like just hanging there. Oh in the yeah. Air. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Like I don't, I don't know. That seemed like it was because I don't think you see the very top of it. I think it goes over up above the oh, edge really? of the frame. So I was thinking, oh, it's probably like hanging from a rope or something, so that they could get the yeah. timing on it or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, man. This is like, 
guerrilla filmmaking. You know, <laughs> I don't know if they got ropes in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, there was. Oh I'm god, there's that w- that one freaking scene where the one like runs off the overpass, yeah, and just hits the building and then falls, and there's like people freaking eating <laughs> at a cafe yeah. down there. And I was like, That's holy so shit. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, like <clears throat> they know it's coming. I mean, they're. I would hope so. <laughs> it's, just, I mean, it's like, oh wait, that, that table's open. We can do this shot right now. <laughs> just... Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that lawless. I feel like those are our extras, stuntmen or whatever that right, know right. what the fuck is happening. But still, but like, yeah, it they're right freaking right next to the guy. I yeah, it's like holy shit. You'd, you'd have been off by like a couple of feet. That guy'd be squished. Yeah, and so that's. This movie not only launched Tony Jaa's career, but it also launched the idea of Thailand being an action film place to like the world stage. So uh-huh. after this movie, then you started to see other Thai movies coming around, and most—I mean, a lot of them were were Tony Jaa movies, but but. Uh, I can't think. Like, you said that you saw that movie Chocolate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not seen that, but it's the same director as Ang Bak. He oh, made okay. that, like, he made this movie, then Protector, and then I think he made Chocolate, like, after that. Okay. And so, like, that movie o- only exists in America because of Ang Bak's huge success right. and huh. stuff like that. So, like, um,. The other thing I was going to say is that Thailand coming to the world stage as action things, as action like filmmakers, they, they're like 80s Hong Kong, but the stunts are even more crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of why I was sorry. Like you said, 2003, I'm like, oh, I would have thought it was older than that. Cause, and yeah, like, it, it, it just, it feels like an older movie. It feels, yeah, it has that 80s Hong Kong feel where like yeah. it's lawless and people are like, there's no regard for people's safety. <laughs> right. But I feel like the, the, the level of the stunts is even more yeah. dangerous than even 80s Hong Kong would do. Yeah, I was I was kind of mentally th- putting it in like the mid '90s or something. Okay, and, yeah. <clears throat> like, cause it seemed like more like high tech, I guess, than an '80s movie. Yeah, and, it de- it definitely doesn't look like an '80s movie, right. but it, it has a, um, I mean, just editing style. It's pretty two thousands, but, but. Uh, yeah, I was noticing there's a lot of like triple takes of. <laughs> Well, that shit, I mean, that's like, you see that a lot in 80s Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. So, like, that's just a holdover from that. But it's also, like, why wouldn't you want to see that amazing (laughs) stunt, like, multiple times? Like, (laughs) fuck, yeah. Yeah, there was, oh, there's that one where he, uh, the one bad guy, dude, like, shoots a bunch of, like, oil barrels and they explode. It, like, shows the explosion, like, three times. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, I think this movie's, like, overusing the triple takes. And then Tony Jaw flies out of it with, like, flaming kicks and it, like, does that, like, three times. I'm like, you know what, maybe it isn't. (laughs) Like, (laughs) maybe I do want to see that three times. You definitely want to see that three times. (laughs) Shit, I I rewound it, watch it six times, because that shit is dope. 
I mean, yeah, and like that, his legs were on fire. Yeah, that was just... He, like, burnt his fucking face and shit. Like, his oh, hair, man. like, got singed off. His eyebrows got fucked up because of that. Because he, like, he had to do that multiple times to get it right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like, and that's that's amazing. I mean, that's like, it's like, uh, it's like the Jackie Chan idea, but... Like more crazy because it's like oh this is the new era you know i don't know yeah he's gotta up the ante there yeah it's uh um, yeah i mean that was like i was like oh shit it's ken from street fighter in yeah. real fucking life he's just fucking <laughs> flame kicking people what Fuck is yeah. this <laughs> it's awesome that's what it is it's tony jack <laughs> but yeah that I have to say, like, just him popping out of the fire like that, I think I was laughing every bit as hard as with the a knife joke. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, That's a pretty shit. dope, yeah. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of come out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, with those knees forward, you know, those, those beautiful Muay Thai knees. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many good hits in this. Yeah. This is like, this movie, relatively brutal, but yeah, like, kinda. this is the brutality that I fucking love. Like, like the raid brutality where it's, it's like, he's got a knife and he's like slicing everybody's throats and it's just like, and it's like, it makes yeah, me like want to cringe, but this, he's just like fucking kneeing people <laughs> to the head and elbowing them to the head and. Yeah, like you know, there there were some moments, like just little little snippets here and there, where I just yeah. kind of I did get like a raid vibe out of it. Like yeah. it was just like it was going this, like a uh, like when he's busting into the cave and he's like grabbing all the weapons around him. It was kind of yeah, like yeah. Jackie crossed with the raid, <laughs> like, right? Because it was it was this more more brutal than what Jackie does, but yeah. It was also very much Jackie of just grabbing whatever random shit was lying around. For and, sure, yeah, and, yeah. And the raid is the is basically the next step from the Tony Jaa, yeah. where that Marantau first, but mostly the raid, like launching Indonesia as like yeah, oh shit, yeah, yeah. now like <laughs> Indonesia is is gonna blast out some some dope shit. And that's I mean the raid is like 2011 or. Maybe even 12, maybe even 12, because I know I saw the raid here in Oregon in the theater when it came out in America, and I didn't move here till 2012, okay. and it was that first year. So, But I don't know if it, I think it was yeah, 2011 in Indonesia. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's like, you know, eight years, nine years after Hong Bak, so. Right. It's the next you know, because all of those eco waste Indonesian movies are brutal as a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like too much to me. I, I, I yeah. can't take it. Yeah, Marantau wasn't. Marantau that was one's not so much because yeah. it's trying to be more Jackie Chan style. Right. But man, like, the Raid, Raid 2. I haven't seen the newest new ones, but there was a movie after Raid 2 called Headshot. And that shit is just like, it's like, it's so fucking brutal. Like I wanted to throw up. It was, oh it was man! Like, oh my god! Like what's the point of this? <laughs> this is so brutal for no reason. <laughs> but 
Ungbach, I just that's like a it's it's, it's a good spot. sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it's not that brutal, but there's a lot of really brutal hits where yeah, you like see you, like he actually like need that dude in the they face. Connect, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's I like that. I can get behind that. <laughs> so it seems like you liked Ungbach. Yeah, it was fun. A ride. <laughs> yeah. How did? How, what about the story? Did you think it was a good story? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good story. I mean, it was. It's not like super deep or. No, it's not. And, you know, I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, this is pretty simple, basic, just not very much to the story. And then I was like, but does it need to be more? <laughs> like, like it's just actually, it's just you're here to watch people do crazy martial arts stuff. You're not here to. Right get some high literary value out of meaning of life kind of shit. It's just... No, I think it does what it needs to do just yeah. right. Yeah, it gives you enough to care about the characters. And, right. And it doesn't really go beyond that, but it's not really... It doesn't really have a reason to go beyond that. No. It's, it's there to have fun and... And be you a have fun. Badass action yeah. movie. <laughs> Lots of badass stuff goes on, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, cutting out all the stuff about the sister is kind of weird, though. Like, I, I, I feel like that added something to it. I agree. Yeah. I, th I don't know for sure, but I want to say that. Because um, I don't know that. I know that they'll edit stuff to get a PG-13, and I don't know that they could edit, because drug references are generally like, because all, R now, yeah, yeah, like you usually get R with if you have like drug stuff, and all of her scenes are about like selling drugs and shit. Yeah, so maybe something about that. So maybe, but I don't know that it got a PG-13 in America anyway, so like I don't know why you would yeah. fucking bother editing it. But maybe because it's <clears throat> Luc Besson, maybe in France it got like a 15 mm. instead of an 18 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe not for an American rating yeah. system, but... I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know why people gotta edit movies. It's fucking dumb. Just put the shit out. Yeah. And like like the end song over the credits, it, I don't know, it wasn't subtitled, but I could hear that they were saying Muay Thai in the lyrics. <laughs> and it was just like, wow, this is dope. It's like some cool Muay Thai rock and roll song. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> and, and I know specifically in the other edit, like that song is gone and it's some other dumb fucking like rap song or whatever it is. Uh, and it's just like, ah, come on, man. Just leave the cool Muay Thai song. I just, I don't know. I like the flavor of, the, of where it came from. and I feel like that's part of the, the greatness of watching foreign movies. Yeah. It's, uh, got some fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Oh, there's, there is an interesting part of it. I'm not sure what to think of it right now but uh maybe i just missed it in the beginning okay but like you never really see the ung back statue until the end of the movie no they show it do they yeah if i remember right they show they definitely show it from the back with its head 
I'm pretty sure they show it from the front with its head, too. Because I know yeah. that they show it from the back with its head, and then they show the same shot with its head gone, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, I remember like seeing it from like the back. You never really get like this good shot of it. I don't, or at least I don't remember. Maybe I just missed it. I yeah. might have been early because early on in the movie i was still like fucking with the settings on yeah sound and whatnot getting that to work right but yeah so maybe it was just something that i wound up missing but i'm pretty sure they show it i could be wrong but i i want to say that they show it like right at the beginning like this is the fucking ong box statue it's super important to us yeah and then they go into like the village stuff yeah Cause it's like you go, he goes out on the quest, and it's like, oh god! But it's like the whole time I'm like, I don't even know what the statue really looks like. <laughs> like <laughs> we're on this like massive quest to find this thing that I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and like the characters know it. They would have grew. They grew up in this village. It's like this big thing they'd have seen every day. Right. Like it's just a part of their normal world um like and i'm sitting here like this it's this big mystery for me and like finally like towards the end you see the head he like folds the head yeah, out yeah. it's like because there's several times where the guy's like i think dragging around like the case with it in it but you don't see what is it. he like opens right. up the case oh i found this statue head and the guy looks at it like i don't fucking want that and like yeah yeah and so it's like that whole time like but what's it look like? Like, I don't even know. (laughs) And then then you finally see the head. And then at the end of the movie, they put it back on the statue and you finally see the whole thing in like a big wide shot of this is the statue. This is it. It's like, Oh, there we are. It was kind of funny. Just, uh, just how that was, uh, kind of not really present through the movie, despite the movie being all about it. Yeah. You only really see the statue a little bit here and there. I don't think you need to see the statue, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not a complaint. It's just a something I noticed that and I'm wondering, like, like, were they doing that intentionally? Is it kind of like a mystery building thing? Or was it just... I don't think The story so. is just not structured that way, and so it just winds up not happening. And... I guess I'm pretty sure they show it though, because yeah, I remember. I yeah, maybe I just missed it. I remember seeing some shit when they were talking about the Buddha and like this is our statue, and I'm pretty sure they show it right then, like right at the beginning. Hmm. But yeah, maybe I just wasn't focused on it yet because I didn't yeah. re- realize it was like the entire plot was yeah, about yeah, this yeah. statue. <laughs> well, and I mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter if you. Just, know what it looks like because right, it's not right. like you gotta hunt it down it's not like where's waldo where's song <laughs> you gotta find it's like it's it. in every shot you like, just gotta it look is, motherfucker <laughs> go no look to the right look to the right it's right next to you <laughs> yeah oh good old ong yeah, which is weird because then they call it Ong Bak Muay Thai Warrior and you think that like, oh, Tanu Ja must be Ong Bak. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, he's not. He's Ting. He's not Ong Bak at all. Yeah. It's just weird, the structure of the title. I'm surprised they actually kept Ong Bak. I don't know. I guess because it is a thing in the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it just, I don't know, knowing how Americans are, 
I'm surprised they didn't just call it like the Thai warrior or <laughs> Muay Thai right. warrior just and just leave it at that. that. Yeah, yeah. that would have been. But I feel like Ong Bak is like, like what the fuck is Ong Bak? Like, I gotta see Ong Bak. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it works as a title for yeah for me it works i think it's dope yeah i remember when it came out in the u.s and i saw i think i i don't know if i saw a trailer but i knew it was out and it was around and it was Ungbak muay thai warrior and i just remember it was 2003 so it was like i don't know fucking Ungbak. Like, what is this movie? I don't know. Martial <laughs> arts movies. I was all jaded from the death of Hong Kong cinema. You know, oh, it's post-handover. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just like, ah, 2003 is a shitty time in movies. Like, I don't know. And Evan saw it, and he was just like, dude, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this motherfucker. And he was just he was just raving about Tony Jaa. He's like, he's the new guy. Like, he's the fucking future. <laughs> like, you have to see this movie. And it was such a... He was just so passionate about how amazing this shit was. And I, it's still, I was just like, yeah, well, okay, I guess we'll see, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then Uncle Jasper saw it, and he was just like, no, dude, like, you gotta see this shit. This is a real deal. Like, Evan he was right you know <laughs> and then i eventually i saw it and i was like you're right They're like <laughs> tony jazz is a fucking future it's amazing it's uh it's a big deal so i don't know i i feel like the name Ungbak is just like adds to the mystique yeah it, it just has that right layer of uh of ooh, what's this yeah it's cool. had you heard of it before i'm i'm sure you've mentioned it somewhere yeah but like other than me just in yeah, the world like not much maybe i've heard of it somewhere as just some martial arts movie that's yeah you know, supposed to be a big martial arts movie and it's like cool art martial arts movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't register with you right right there wasn't anything like it would have been like uh i don't know meals on wheels or something you know just a name that i've heard of oh of, yeah on, yeah on like as just martial arts movies here's some some that exist <laughs> 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 like, all right <laughs> yeah some of the uh more easily available ones i guess or at least more widely known right but, no. right i wasn't on a like a, a mission to track down martial arts movies so right yeah you like yeah you probably probably just like the podcast you really started yeah i don't think stuff. uh yeah i think that was just for the podcast here is when i kind of started yeah. actually like watching them and because you saw like the raid and stuff before but that was probably because i reviewed it or something on the website yeah so I, th I think that was when i'd heard it but i also had a, a friend who told me that it was really good and oh okay so there, there was like a few things here and there that but yeah like martial arts movies were just like occasionally i'd bump into one and be like yeah. hey, cool martial arts sure yeah. like we'll watch that nothing wrong with martial arts <laughs> <laughs> no not at all it's just it's funny because it's like wow because i just been so all about them for so long just yeah. the idea of like 
not being all about them. It's just like, whoa, there's people like that? Because <laughs> it's just such like a thing in my head. I mean, I've been watching since I was a little kid. I mean, I was watching fucking blood sports since I was like six or some shit. Uh, that's weird, yeah. Well, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, they were just like an occasional thing I'd bump into every once in a while. and Yeah, and I mean, that's probably like most people. Yeah. I mean, most people are not, you know, super obsessed with martial arts movies, so. Oh, there was that, the crazy dude at the end with, like, the tattoos all of his arms and. Yeah. Well, the guy that, like. Shooting up. Yeah, before, before up. fights. <laughs> yeah. That dude's <clears throat> awesome. That guy was, like, yeah, I, I guess if there's, I don't even know that it's something lacking, but it's, it's like, uh. Because there is this huge focus in the story of, uh, you, he, you know, he's always chasing down the statue's heads. So, you know, yeah. The story does really have a drive through it all the way, so it's not really missing anything like that. But it's just, it doesn't have, like, a, like a supreme, like, uh, intimidating villain through the movie. Like, it, it not, like, there's this, these villains, but they're not, like, martial arts villains. Yeah, you know, it's like you, there's nobody that through it all. You're like, oh, how's Tony Jaw gonna beat this guy in a fight? You know, right. it's like you see the guy. Like, what was it Don? Was that his name or Ron or something? Don, yeah. Uh, the yeah, like that guy. It's like you never feel like he's gonna pose no a threat to no, Tony Jaw. You know, as soon as Tony Jaw gets in contact with that dude, he's gone. <laughs> like you know, right, like yeah. And like the same with like the the guy with like the tracheotomy thing, like the the oh, old but voice. That dude thing. is so awesome. Though. Like yeah, like he's an, like he's a big villain, and you know he's like in charge of things, and he's gonna. Yeah. Be, but at the same time, you know like he's not gonna win a fight. You know? No, but he <laughs> always has that dude, the dude that's shooting up. That dude is always with him, and every time they show him, you can tell like oh he's this dude's gonna like fuck some shit up i think <laughs> and then when they finally get in the ring and like tony jaw like is just beating the shit out of him and he's just it's not phasing him at all <laughs> he's just taking it all it's like oh fuck i don't know yeah, okay. i think he was in there before because i didn't yeah he's, recognize he's him in, earlier in yeah he's in okay throughout every scene with with uh tracheotomy guy the uh, that other dude is standing there with him and like looking like okay you want me to fuck this dude up or whatever and uh so he's maybe not a big presence but he's definitely there okay. throughout and i just didn't recognize him then until like when we get to the yeah that when he's actually in the ring that was like the first time that i really oh no yeah, noticed he's, him as he's a, around well before that okay he was just in the background i guess and i was yeah i was always focused on the little uh voice thingy <laughs> i fucking love that shit that's so good that's so cool i love when they do shit like that in movies like just just a cool villain dude with the, like a weird like a thing like a quirk or whatever <laughs> right. i don't know and this the tracheotomy dude just woof. yeah what a fucking dope guy yeah, I like the guy that was always betting against him. That dude, dude too, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like he doesn't really have a point other than to just be a dude that's there to yeah, but interact he's, with. He, but he's very flavorful. I yeah, he's like, for being like such a non-entity in the movie, he's got a presence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of the, I would say all of the characters, What you know, they're not like deep characters or anything, but they're all 
you know drawn well in that thing. yeah yeah they you all know, they, they all have a trait that they embody yeah. and kind of like you can you get a feel of them even if they're right. not really doing a lot <laughs> <laughs> like the fighters too though those those fucking arena fighters yeah yeah like the <laughs> they're like like street fighter characters or something like where they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like boiled down to their essence <laughs> like it's, the big dude who was speaking english yeah like yeah. just kind of the big shaggy hair yeah. like, <laughs> fuck muay thai <laughs> and then that other dude comes out the little the, the quick dude who's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like all jerking around I and love them. bobbing and weaving and yeah <laughs> the crazy awesome. guy who's just like like fuck it all i'm just gonna throw chairs at you this whole damn yeah. fight <laughs> just, just smashing through all those t- chairs and tables and uh so good yeah i love that shit at the end where where tony judd jumps up and double knees that dude oh, yeah. like through it, the floor <laughs> that was great <laughs> i freaking love that it's so good uh love it it's so fun like every time i've seen this movie it just gets better it's so fun <laughs> it's like like the first time i saw it i thought like wow tony Jaa's amazing but like as a movie i don't know if it's a great movie because <laughs> you know it's like just kind of like a basic story or whatever right and like watching it this time it's like how the fuck did i ever th- it's just so dope it's so fun and i'd seen it you know between those two times but like i don't know it's just fun yeah it's so good it's, it's not deep but I mean, who the hell needs deep when you've got you know freaking like flame yeah. hurricane kick oh, like a so good like a real life flaming yeah. hurricane kick from street yeah. fighter and just he really did it, you know? <laughs> it's like holy shit <laughs> yeah yeah like that's amazing. I mean, <laughs> nobody does that. Yeah. Just that, that alone makes the movie yeah. worth watching. And there's so much other great stuff in here, too. That's the thing. There's a lot of, like, the action and I guess specifically the action is, like, super unique. Where, I mean, it's weird to see Muay Thai in a movie because, like, there just isn't a lot of movies with it. And, I mean, this is, like, the big one. and. Right. There's there's a Shaw Brothers movie called Duel of Fists where Cheng Che went to Thailand and shot it and like there's an effort to try to represent some Muay Thai in that movie, mm. but that's like seventy one I think, so uh, so I mean there's that movie, <laughs> and then there's probably some others along the way in between that and Ong Bak, but like in terms of of seeing that martial art on screen, there's not a lot. And this movie, so you, in comparison to like Jackie Chan or whatever, the moves are are just different, and it just looks unique. And and Tony Jaa is so good and precise. Yeah. Fuck. Anytime like he's moving, and like I don't know how to describe it. Like he's just so fucking fun to watch. Like the first time you ever see him do any martial arts, he's at the 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 monastery still, like with the the monk, mm-hmm. 
and he's just showing like his forms. He's like, right. oh, Hanuman does this, and yeah, it's like all the thing. names of yeah. all the little things. All like, yeah, his kata or whatever they yeah. call it in in yeah, Muay Thai. Yeah, I was seeing that, and I'm like, oh, this is one of Will's training montages oh, that he'll do. <laughs> anytime a move is named anything, I just love it. But like, I don't know. Like Hanuman is cool because it's like. He's like I don't know a lot about him, but he's uh, he's some kind of a monkey guy, <laughs> and supposedly he's the 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 thing that the Monkey King is based on. Like mm. it, the Monkey King <clears throat> goes back in time to this other god, I think from Hinduism or or something, and like because of the the mixing of cultures at that time of like just you know it became this other thing in china like this is the monkey king doing the thing and huh it's just like i don't know like i just like shit like that and yeah even just outside of the actual like the moves itself but the the way tony job moves like he's like got his hands and he does shit with his hands while he's also moving his body and he like comes out of one movement into another one and the precision of that is so tight i don't know i like i'm not describing it great but fucking a like i could just watch him do that (laughs) for 90 minutes and that's the whole movie like he doesn't have to do anything else (laughs) like i just love watching him move you know like a dancer or something it's just like he fucking knows how to do his shit yeah i love it and there's a lot of him doing that kind of shit. Like when they in when he's in the I think of it as the Kumite thing because it's like I love blood sport. But when he's in the that club and they're fighting and they they make it so like he can't leave the ring, and like the guy has a gun on him, and, right, and so right. like now the next guy comes out and then this other guy comes out. In that there's I think it's the the dude with like the weird afro he looked kind of japanese to me but i don't know yeah but maybe a little bit he was like running or something and tony ja is like tracking him whilst maintaining the fighting stance oh yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking a and it's like so precise it's so good just i love it i just uh i don't know why i never like kept up with him I just watched those two movies and I'm like, that's it. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? What was I thinking? Uh, well, you got Ong Bak 2 and 3 now. Is he in those? or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's in those and he directed, uh, or at least co-directed those. He had... Um, he, like, midway or part at some point during Ong Bak 2, he just, like, had a fucking meltdown <laughs> and, and just, like, walked off the set into the jungle. Oh, man. And, like, didn't come back for two or three months or some shit. And so <laughs> at that point, they brought in the choreographer and director himself, uh, Panna Ritikrai. And so they... Either he finished Angbak 2 when Tony Jock came back, or they co-directed the end. I don't know the specifics, but they're co-credited on both mm. of those movies. And I, I think it might be a, a situation where they chopped 
the one long out of control movie into two mm-hmm. but i'm not positive on that because i haven't seen them so i don't really know but yeah he you know because ong bak was fucking worldwide huge to go from a nobody to like you're a global star <laughs> yeah that's huge and so then now i'm gonna make ong bak too and i'm gonna direct it like mm. and he's never fucking directed anything he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and so just bringing all of the pieces together he just like had some kind of a fucking meltdown and, and yeah. <laughs> like literally <laughs> walked into the jungle <laughs> it's like fuck it i'm just going to the jungle <laughs> yeah so i remember like being excited about ungbak 2 and then hearing all that and i was just like oh fuck man like mm. and feeling like fuck is he going to come back like what the fuck <laughs> like i remember when it happened oh man and so maybe that put me off of the other ones. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, he made, he's in those two. He made The Protector Part 2 um, a few years after that. And then he's in other movies. He started doing the Hong Kong movies. He's in those. He's supposed to be fucking dope in those. He's in a Fast and the Furious movie oh. here. <laughs> or or multiples. I don't know. He's He's in those and in a couple of u.s movies too so he's doing good now you know hmm. he retained his sanity <laughs> that's good <laughs> i don't think he directed anything else though after those on mm. one and or two and three i said okay directing is not for me <laughs> yeah I feel, I feel like that's it for him in terms of directing but you know i certainly need to catch up with him yeah. I want I like I I finished Ong Bak and I was like I just want to I want to watch more Tony Jaa like right fucking now like ah. <laughs> I almost just watched him but I feel like I I thought like oh well Steven's probably going to like it and then I should like retain that initial watch for yeah. if we do a podcast so logic won that day <laughs> <laughs> I might just have to watch some Ong Bak fights again. This was probably the last movie where I watched the fights uh, like a shitload. Because <laughs> I've only seen the actual, the full movie. Like, I think this is the third time I've seen it straight mm, through. Okay. But I've seen the fights, especially that that in the the ring where he fights multiple people one after another. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that like a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is just oh, I love it it's so dope yeah uh, yeah I, I do love that guy that just said fuck all rules I'm just throwing furniture yeah it's <laughs> so good like, he even tries to like beat him up with a refrigerator <laughs> fuck yeah and he just Tony Judge just keeps kicking that refrigerator yeah oh my god just awesome fuck we gotta watch Protector though too, because that that one fight is all I remember. Well, I remember the the jump kick onto the helicopter, but like <laughs> that, I remember that because that was in the trailer. But that one fight where it's one shot, it's just one shot all the way up the fucking mm. like multiple stories of this building till he gets to this one dude. So good. 
But you seem pretty on board for yeah for more. Yeah, I'm feeling uh martial arts movies or something I should have been more <laughs> interested in than for I was. For sure. Like I, I'm for sure. Been missing out. <laughs> yeah, I. I. I love them obviously, so they're amazing, and there's a lot of variation that I see because I'm like super into it. Right. But I once had a friend, and I was mentioning, like, oh, I just love this movie and this other movie and all this Hong Kong shit and whatever. And then there's, like, Tony Ja and all. And he was just like, yeah, but, like, you can only kick a person so many ways. Like, how <laughs> how fucking different can it be? And I was just, like, it kind of blew my mind. I mean, like, he told me this, I don't know, almost 10 years ago, and it's just in my fucking head forever since and it will be like forever and it's just like there's a lot of ways you can kick a guy <laughs> like there's there's kind of an infinite number i mean i don't know like there's a lot of variation like yeah that's it's at the at the at, at some level it's just you know people beating each other up but like right there's man that's just it's just so dismissive of this whole rich genre <laughs> of amazing choreography. Yeah, I mean, you can do a lot of crazy fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, this show, you know, Muay Thai, it shows, like, there's a lot you can do with elbows and knees. <laughs> <laughs> that really isn't shown in other... Uh, like kung fu movies or or any sort of martial arts movie. I mean, this was unique for its its depiction of Muay Thai. Yeah. Man, and that shit where he, he jumps on that fuck Muay Thai dudes. Uh, like he jumps up and like grabs his oh, neck yeah, yeah. with his legs yeah. and then just double fucking <laughs> double elbows his head. Ah, just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good i kept like he did that with the um the big dude at the end too at the end of the like yeah i think so yeah he kind of i don't know if it was a double elbow but he like kind of jumped on him and then just bashed him yeah, in the top of the head yeah, so good yeah it's uh it's fun stuff i could watch him fucking elbow people in the head all day long <laughs> it's so good <laughs> Yeah, there was one where, like, the guy at the end where he, like, elbows him in the head and there's, like, this spatter. Yeah, that like... big blood <laughs> explosion. That's so Yeah, cool. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, so, like, with that one, you know, like, well, he not only just elbowed that dude, but that, you know, it's implied that he, like, smashed into his skull or something. Right, you wouldn't, right. You wouldn't just explode blood like that if it was just a flesh wound or whatever. Right. I was like, oh, man, that guy's dead. <laughs> I think we, like, at that point, I was like, oh, shit, I think it's kind of come around to him. Because, uh, like, at the very beginning, they have that little lecture to him about, like, ne never yes use your fighting for money. And, right, right. And then he's like, oh, because, and it kind of tells the story of how the monk went off, the older monk, when he was younger, went off and joined some boxing ring and killed yeah. a man and felt so guilty about it that he, so i kind of thought it was maybe like gonna oh yeah circle onto that and it kind of doesn't really do that but no it doesn't but 
I like the there is um some kind of like parallel things where like that one dude is well because it's like he's from the village so there's obviously like parallels between village life and city life and stuff but like right. the when he's leaving the village the monk gives him like this is some herbal medicine from this famous monk yeah and yeah. then like he at the end like uses it and he eats it and he like spits the juice on his arms and like rubs <laughs> it in and then he's like he's you know <clears throat> has to fight that same dude that that used drugs some yeah kind of i was drugs. noticing this weird little parallel there too. yeah and so it's like the whole thing is he's searching for the head of this buddha that's like a sacred thing and and it's sacred because he believes in it it's you know like all religion it's you know yeah, it's, right you know it's based on his faith and his belief and so the idea of him like using this tool of the the herbal medicine and believing that like this shit is going to help me and then he defeats the guy mm -hmm. who has like multiple syringes of that shit in him oh yeah that was that was hilarious like he's just like he's on the floor like oh i gotta do it just like grabs a half dozen syringes just yeah. stabs them all in all right of there. them at once yeah it's like, like oh man yeah i just like that you know because he's using drugs which is kind of like a city thing and then the other guy is like yeah. on faith which is more of a, a village thing and yeah, I don't know and that I, there's any real. I like, was kind of yeah. I kept trying to like see if there was like more going on there because drugs are a big thing through the whole movie. You yeah, know, the, the girl's sister is out there dealing drugs. Right, the, that Don guy is out there doing drugs and dealing drugs. Like even when he first shows up with uh, um, the the other guy, the bald guy with the uh, from the village that left a long time ago. Like yeah, he's, yeah doing this kind of a drug deal or at least betting with drugs or something in that right. race that they're meeting. like it's all like it's a constant theme through the movie yeah well and, his drugs were fake drugs he was just trying to fuck with people and like right and like uh he, he was just trying swindle to, them yeah yeah because that's, that's his whole character was just trying yeah, to that's swindle basically people his all whole thing yeah. yeah him and the girl together you know they yeah. got their little yeah she was a. Uh, she was a bit like she wasn't there just like she wasn't there because she wanted to swindle people or anything. She was just kind of like stuck with it. But yeah, like you kind of got the feeling with her that it's just she was trying to get out of that. And yeah, you do get she, that feeling. She didn't really want to be that kind of person. It was right. just, but the other guy was just like he was all about it. Yeah, that dude was. Yeah, he was into it for sure. Almost as a rejection of his of his upbringing from the village is sort of like no fuck this you know i'm not living you know with the buddhist ideals and all this stuff that i grew up with like i'm rejecting all of that and yeah just, like a, I'm he's, just gonna a, he's be in this asshole. little like rebellious shit phase yeah. of his life <laughs> yeah and so yeah in a way i was kind of thinking like uh because we were talking about like that arc of uh how that at the beginning it talks about the monk leaving and going to doing that boxing thing and coming and, and yeah. I was seeing that as like, Oh, like Ting is going to wind up like having some kind of similar experience. And I was thinking and at some point I kind of thought like when, while we were just talking, I was thinking, Oh, maybe it was, uh, 
that other guy who's the guy who's having that arc maybe he's the one who's having this redemption or this, oh, this yeah, realization yeah. of oh shit this is kind of fucked up because then at the end he does yeah he suddenly become he comes back to this uh right i've got to save this village thing i've got to help this yeah no he does get uh it, he does have that realization that that redemption yeah and that it's kind of like oh this this shit is serious i can't be yeah. like treating it like this joke that he's been treating life as for this whole time right and so it's kind of like he's the one who has this yeah yeah because ting has no yeah he never falls no you know it's like at you hear that story at the start and you're like oh he's gonna go into this box and then you go into this club and you're like oh he's gonna be tempted by the money right, he's gonna right. be, like fall into this trap of uh needing the money and yeah. then he's got to fight for the money <laughs> but he never does he just totally washes his hands of that whole thing yeah and i think that's interesting and that's yeah. that's cool because it could have just been like a uh like a kumite movie where they just he goes to that club and then he just is fighting in that club, and that's the whole movie, you know? Like, right, They right. could have kept it there, but it's not about that at all. And I think that's really, like, helps the movie to be unique. And Yeah. It could have been really cliche. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, uh... Maybe more in there than I was finding at first, because I, yeah. I was trying to place all that arc on Ting because he's the main character. But right, but yeah, he he's, he's, he's he himself is very just stable through the whole movie. He's never yeah, he knows what he's doing. He has no, there's nothing tempting him. Right. He he's just the things that should tempt him he doesn't give a fuck about he's just like whatever <laughs> he's like I, i'm gonna get this statue and right <laughs> that that's that yeah yeah it's cool like you know he gets he wins that fight they're like here's the money and he's like I, I just want my my little money bag from from all the the people in my village i don't i don't give a shit about your money i just yeah. want my my money bag like I'm, I'm just here for my statue. stuff that yeah. got stolen. Right. None of the the rest of this shit isn't what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm, I don't care about the city. I don't care about any of this bullshit. <laughs> I just want my statue back. And what an asshole that guy, the the ventilator guy or whatever tracheotomy dude. Yeah. I mean, he's <clears> just like like collecting Buddhas <laughs> from around Thailand. I mean, that's like what the fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, I assume he's like black market selling the things for yeah, like millions of dollars or whatever. Yeah, but. selling away, you know, the, the country's treasures or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why you got to cut their heads off though. <laughs> like, who's <laughs> right. buying a head? I don't know. It did remind. Oh, there was something I've seen on um, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, and how they were found and how they've been sold and how people would like deliberately rip them into pieces and so because they could sell each piece individually oh, and it would make more money that way than just selling the, the one scroll thing. intact so they just got this freaking like three four thousand year old scroll and just ripped it apart because oh, they could sell up. it for more money if they that's did that <laughs> it was just like god damn <laughs> like what the fuck people <laughs> jesus 
man, I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, and so I, I've like this, uh, this villain guy. He, he's like that. He just doesn't give a fuck. He just, yeah. just like he's gonna do whatever makes him the most cash the quickest way possible and right. if that means chopping it up into pieces so he can ship it around easier then fuck it <laughs> <laughs> like he don't give a shit yeah <clears throat> oh man that's this poor guy what's his story how did he get so evil <laughs> uh, he's a good character though He's smoking out the fucking hole. Yeah. So good. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, he was a good villain. Just a good mastermind villain. Yeah. Yeah, I kept I kept expecting him to just kill the other dude he keeps betting with because he keeps losing the oh, bets. Yeah, I kept yeah. expecting it to just be like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> get my money back here. <laughs> but no, the other like the other guy was uh, he was fine. He respects the the, the deal. game of gambling. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I love how the other guy like by the end of it, he's just like got all these girls on him because he's just like, he's, he's made so much money, money off yeah. of this. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> right away at the the first scene where they're running up the tree and like they're fighting to get the the ribbon. Do you remember that? Right at, at yeah, the first yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. There's like this whole and they're, they're like they're all throwing like... each other off the fucking yeah. tree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those there's so many good like falls in that like stunt falls. I wondered because. You know, this is your first time seeing this. And did that take you by surprise? Like, oh, shit, these dudes are just falling out the tree. <laughs> yeah, like, like the holy first, shit. It was like the one who's just like, oh, damn, he, he just just shoved that dude off the tree. What the fuck are you doing? What is this so serious? You got to throw people <laughs> off a tree for it. <laughs> like... <laughs> It like immediately reminds me of eighties Hong Kong <laughs> where there's dudes just getting thrown off of like second story balconies. <laughs> there's this one and I can't remember which movie it is, but this dude gets like kicked off of a balcony or it's like a second story landing. He fucking flies off of the thing and like the the first floor is all open. And there's like a bar below him where mm. like a bartender would be, but there's nobody there. And he flies off of this landing, hits this fucking air conditioner that's like halfway down on the wall. <laughs> and his whole body just goes <laughs> against it. And he like <laughs> flops the other way. And then he falls down and hits the fucking bar <laughs> and then falls onto the floor from there. It's nuts. And it's just one shot where this dude just... It's just <laughs> ping, pinball, like, off the sides of this shit. And, like, that's one one dude, one shot, and that's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And maybe there's a couple other, like, much smaller sort of falls within that same little fight space or whatever. But, like, right at the beginning of this movie, there's just dudes getting thrown off of this tree, hitting branches. <laughs> and there's so many of them. And it's just, it, it's like a, a little microcosm of how 
this movie is taking 80s Hong Kong and just like, okay, <laughs> we're the next step. Like, like we're going to just gonna amplify expand. it. Yeah. I just uh, love it. Yeah. I do remember, like, that scene, there's like no real dialogue going on. No, not at all. And so then it, when it ends, and then like the announcer guy starts talking and stuff. Yeah. Like that was the moment where I realized, like, oh shit, I didn't put the subtitles file in the right book. <laughs> like, um, so suddenly I'm like, <laughs> like it took that long for anything. So I was just like, yeah. I didn't really. I'm like, wait, there should be subtitles for that, right? <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so I had to pause it and like, go find the subtitles file and drop it in the right folder. And <laughs> I was like, god damn it, where did that go? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this ideally I would just you'd be able to play the DVD, but. In certain cases, like with this, where I had to get it from a, fucking Australia, yeah, it's just not gonna not gonna work. Yeah, I'd have to find a region fl- free player somewhere. Yeah, yeah, which can be done. It can be done. <laughs> Funny enough, you could do it with a PS2. There was a PS2. You, you could uh, get a Game Shark for it. it. Would allow a region free. Oh wow! DVD playback. They had game, <clears throat> game shark, game shark. I'm thinking a game genie. I was like, yeah. they have game genie for PS2. I mean, that's basically what the game shark was. I know, it? but like, it's just, it's just, I'm not thinking right. I'm yeah. just thinking game genie, and you're plugging a thing in, and then for whatever reason, I was like imagining. Did you ever have a game genie or see no, one? No, I, I know what they kind of look like. It's like this thing yeah. that you just strapped onto the end of the cartridge and then that right. would go in and your cartridge is like sticking out the front of the Nintendo or whatever. And I just imagined like that strapped to a disc somehow <laughs> in my head and I was just like, how does that work for PS2? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> my dumbass. No, the, the one I had for, I had one for the PS1 and it plugged into the back of the PS1. Yeah. And then it, you could like boot to it would like do its own that was game shark yeah i I don't know if it was a game shark it was i don't think it was that brand it was some weird some other thing yeah it was it was something but it basically uh it let you fuck with the game code yeah yeah i have one for saturn that that lets you play japanese games the pro action replay Mm. four meg or some shit like that (laughs) Yeah, no, the, the Game Shark for the PS2 was an actual disc that you would put in the PS2. Oh. And it would boot whatever system was going on with the Game Shark, and then you'd eject the disc and oh. put in the game disc once you'd set everything up on the Game Shark. And it would somehow keep that and then boot the game through yeah. its own operating huh, that's cool. uh, thing. It was, it was weird, but you could apparently... Uh, play region free dvds with that no i i would say hey that's probably a good thing except that the ps2 was kind of a shitty dvd player so (laughs) just in general it it had a lot of problems reading discs because it was designed when dvds were very new and so dual layer dvds didn't really exist yet and so dual layer discs can tend to fuck the ps2 up pretty bad it'll, oh, it'll just wow. not be able to read them sometimes oh, or, wow, really? and even when it does it's always a very noticeable transition to the second layer you, yeah. can, you can always just see the screen jitter a bit when yeah. it switches layers and huh. it just never really 
implemented right on the PS2. Weird, and they never, I like fixed that. Maybe or? later models. Maybe I just the models that I have anyway is, yeah. is always really shitty with it. But maybe uh. like the the later slim versions were better, or just a later production run yeah. fixed things or something. Hmm. But mine has always just been a piece of shit with DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just been like, nope. Not playing this DVD. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking damn. That sucks. <laughs> I, w- I was always pissed off at my PS2 for just not running things. Yeah. The other... But, you have... the. I mean, the other ones play DVDs, too, right? Um, like PlayStation 3 or whatever? Yeah. The PS3 will play DVDs and Blu-rays. The PS4 will play Blu-rays as well. It doesn't play DVDs? It should. Yeah, it should play DVDs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's going to silent. Yeah. That'd be really weird if it, it wouldn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I just assume if you can play a Blu-ray, you can play everything like beneath that and the, yeah, the yeah. scale. So DVDs and CDs. And yeah. Well, I would be surprised if it played VCDs. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that would be more of a format, file yeah. format thing than an actual like, the media, the physical media yeah, no, itself it, yeah, is yeah, yeah. not something the PlayStation Four can't read it's just yeah the saturn played vcds so mm. it's it's not it's i think it was saturn or dreamcast one of those played vcds huh i don't remember which one but uh i i had a few vcds back in the day so i was just like oh i can play this on my insert system here whatever <laughs> one actually yeah, did it. i yeah. don't remember no, I was I was stuck with the PS2 for a long time as my only DVD player. So oh, I didn't have okay. just a standalone DVD player. I yeah. just watched stuff on the PS2 when it worked. Yeah, <laughs> and well, would that... get frustrated with it when it didn't. Well, then what'd you do? You just screwed. Yeah, I kind of had to oh, fight with it to get it operating right. There was like, yeah, I had to. Like sometimes, it, like it was weird because it was kind of random. Yeah. So I'd keep having to put the disc in and out, and then finally it would actually load. And sometimes it would just argue with you for huh. forever, and it was just weird. That sucks. Yeah. Well, maybe you get your Game Shark and can play all region. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Could revisit the past. Of... Yeah. Well, then I then I got a 360 and it played DVDs just fine. Oh well, yeah, that plays DVDs also. Yeah. The original Xbox did too, but you had to buy a special like remote control for it. Oh, it didn't work without that remote control. No, you you would put the disc in and it would be like you don't have a remote control, so no. Uh-huh. I was like I can't just use the controller. Like no remote you need to buy the remote i'm like okay how much does it cost 30 bucks i'm like fuck that (laughs) you want me to pay 30 bucks for a glorified tv remote that i don't even need no yeah that's weird (laughs) it was like it was just some like bullshit cash grab that i was just like no not worth it right that's dumb yeah that was because that was that was entirely just a operating system design choice not a limitation right. well, of the yeah, system it was just like there's no reason why i couldn't just use a xbox controller and press the start button to be the play button yeah, so, totally, like there's, totally, there's no yeah. reason any that had any reason to not function that way it just other than they just 
decided to try and shill out another crappy right. product to make you spend more money. Bill Gates needed another car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> so that was kind of bullshit, but yeah. And we got in our tangent for the, the podcast. I guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Need one of those every episode, right? <laughs> I mean, it seems to happen. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's part of our identity now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, be <laughs> successful in the podcasting world or anything. So, like, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I don't, I, it's good to me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's having fun talking about movies. Yeah. And it's just video games and whatever. whatever. Yeah. It's just whatever. Yeah. It's about a conversation. Yeah. About whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ong Bak, it's a good one. It's a good one. You recommend it? I do. You'd watch it again? Yeah. It'd be weird. Like, no, I recommend it. Just never watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never want to see this again, but you should definitely watch it. <laughs> the only movie I can think of that's like that is there's a a 50s Japanese movie called Sancho the Bailiff mm. and that movie is so fucking good it's just incredible movie but it's so goddamn depressing <laughs> it's so fucking sad and it's just like I don't know that I could watch this again it's so heavy <laughs> but yeah, it's kinda, so good like I want to watch it's so good it's kind of funny because the other things I can think of that might fit that category are other uh Japanese films of yeah. uh, um, depressing shit. Grave of the Fireflies and yeah, um, I haven't seen that but I've heard that's uh, a... Barefoot Gen and like yeah. is it for exactly the same reasons that it's like they're good movies and they're depressing as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Schindler's List is like that too where I have seen that a couple times but man that's like that's a hard fucking movie to watch. It's so sad. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I mean but Ong Bak is not that. Ong Bak no, is fun. No, it's, it's just fun. <laughs> and so, yeah. If you haven't seen Ong Bak, fucking 100% see it. Yeah. You'll probably have to watch the Luke Besson version, but hey, that, it's better than nothing. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, <laughs> if it's still got the freaking, like, flaming hurricane kick. It you, still you know? has that, yes. <laughs> then, then definitely give that a watch. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. I don't know goodbye in Thai, so I will say adios. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>